Good morning, evening, afternoon. Um, oh, my microphone hit the thing then. I hope that didn't come across too much. I'm going to move that out of the way. What a professional oh, start. Oh, what a start. Hello, welcome to Anything But A One Podcast. I'm going to keep that in, and I'm going to pretend. I mean, for the for those of us, for those of you who are new to the podcast, that will sound like it was unintentional, but for the long-term veterans, I'll know this is all just a long sort of mimery. It's all part and parcel of it. This, we're actually very professional. We fake all of these sort of sound quality issues to, uh, to improve the overall um, experience. So we come across as lovable oafs, but it's all very well-tuned. Um, my name is Twelfthman. I'm here as always. And uh, um, who else is with me today? Yeah, Matt Nightwing, here as always. And Nascob. Splendid. Uh, it's episode 85. 85, which is, of course, the chemical uh, atomic number of astatine. I'm sure you all knew that. Oh, isn't that the, uh, the rarest element in the Earth's crust? Yes, yeah, it is. I mean, okay. uh, don't need to teach people to suck eggs here. Obviously, our listeners know that. I'm not trying to tell you, you know. Let's just... But yeah, you are right. Of course. <laughs> so let's talk about something much more exciting, which is Blood Bowl. Big surprise. <laughs> Kel surprise. You know, one day we're going to do a whole episode and we're not going to talk about Blood Bowl at all. We're just going to talk about... We actually about... have Blood Bowl to talk about. I know. Isn't that exciting? We do. We, we, we not, not only have two of us met up physically, but we've actually played Blood Bowl. It's great. Oh my <laughs> fucking God. And you, have, you guys went to a tournament. I also went to a tournament and it was very exciting. A different tournament. Um, and I had a I had an epiphany. I had a revelation, and that revelation's name is vampires. And we're going to go is, over vampires again. Is it the revelation we have thoroughly disabused you of since? Um, I mean, no. We, we have discussed this at length and basically gone. You are wrong. <laughs> yeah. But we will we will talk about it properly in just a moment. Um, we've also got some bloodblusters hosted by myself. Uh, so, and I'll tell you, what, it's, it's it's a good one. There's no, we, there's no pedantry. We look, forward, we look forward to a fair and balanced game. Of it's course. always a fair and balanced game. Um, and by always, I mean rarely. But again, it's what, it's what you come to expect, you know. It's the new normal. So, uh, sorry, let me sort this out. Okay. Should we get straight on with the good stuff? Should we talk about the tournaments straight away? Or do we want to do any other things first? Let's... So, oh, go on, that's oh, you first, yeah. I was just going to say, I, I wanted to... Announce a thread thing. Thread thing. Thread okay. thing. Well, actually, two thread things. Um, because, you know, it's always nice to have two things. So the first one, which I will say very quickly, uh, and is just that as we speak, I am in the middle of getting the auction onto, or all the auction items onto the website. It's pronounced Yay. auction. So you will be able to see all of the lovely, lovely things on our website and uh, if you really want you can also place bids Ooh. so for anyone who will not be there you will be able to bid on such lovely things as the 40th anniversary white dwarf miniature Ooh, Ooh. shiny which is literally the image I'm editing as I speak are we still Cause... auctioning off a foot rub from Merrick uh, you know I don't actually know I should ask him I'm going to go with yes. Uh, I just I'm want to sure, clarify I'm again. I'm sure he's up for that. He won't rub your feet. He will rub you with his feet. That's probably worth clarifying yes. now. Yeah, that's what we mean yeah, by foot I mean, rub from Merrick. Unsure if that's better or worse. Yeah. Um, well, I don't know. I, I've, I can't say I've ever had one. I've never been privy. <laughs> I'm sure it's an emotional <laughs> experience. Um, so that's good. Excellent. So we can we can 
buy stuff already or put bids you, on stuff. You will soon. be able to bid on stuff already. Uh, the the actual buying will still happen over the course of the event. And what will happen is if, if we have any internet bids, they will be handled by the auctioneer and you will be bidding against the room on the night. So Excellent. you could well win things. You might not win things. There are no guarantees. It's an auction. But anyway, you can look at some stuff. Cool. Uh, so that's that's the nice, exciting one. Um, the other thing I want to highlight, and, and I want to I want to talk about it a little bit, just because I want people to know what we're what we're doing and why, is that I've been I spent a lot of time talking to the other organisers, Thor and Glowworm, and strangely, one of the things that we are really concerned about is COVID. Uh, now he don't we say. know. Well, I mean. Hats off to the guys at Gobble. We'll talk about it a bit later. But I mean, they managed—they managed to get a tournament gone, working even with the current restrictions because we were all outside. And yes. honestly, yeah, really well done to them. It worked really well. I was really impressed with all of the blood bowlers there. I, I think that everyone played in exactly the spirit that, that everyone would have hoped. Basically, no one was a dick, which is quite nice. <laughs> um, Fabulous. With. What we are hoping, and actually I was listening to the news today, and I think it was the housing minister was saying that things should go on as expected from the 19th of July, and then we'll be able to have loads of optional things, and we can do what we want. And But we are remaining cautious. And so there are still a whole load of things that we are doing to try and keep things safe. Uh, the most obvious ones that we've we've already talked about are the fact that everyone is expected not to bring their own pitches because we are providing white clean pitches that will be sterilised between rounds uh, we're also going to provide everyone with a thread face mask and I'm not sure we've announced this anywhere else, uh, we will also be giving out wristbands, so there will be green ones red ones and black ones and they literally mean if you have a green wristband I will hug you, red means ask first, black means keep your distance um, Glowworm will be wearing a pink and white stripy one, you don't want to know what that means <laughs> just, just avoid him if you see him. <laughs> to be honest, I think he's just—he's already commandeered about fifty of the green ones. So fair warning. Um, <laughs> Don't ask him where myself, he hides it. <laughs> myself, I think I'll be on the red or the black, but that's, that's fine. I think that's the, the whole point—is that we're trying to make it possible for people to be comfortable. Very sensible. Some of this, yeah. Well, well I'll, I'll be entirely honest. Part of my own issue. So I went to a family wedding uh, over the weekend. And the family got married. Is that a Gloucester thing? Uh, sorry, say again. Your family got married. That shouldn't be oh, happening. It's a Somerset uh, thing, yeah. Alex. Yeah. It's, yeah, it's a Somerset thing. So some people can get married, so long as you're not too closely related, it's all fine. <laughs> oh, that's fine yeah. then, I guess. Yeah, and, and, and the wicker man, the wicker man was spectacular afterwards. <laughs> the wicker man is always. Shame <laughs> about the sacrificial uh, goat running off again. <laughs> I was sat there with family members, most of whom I know are sensible, and I honestly went, and, and I use this as a line, my son's got a cold, I don't want to give it to you, so I'm not hugging. And that wasn't anything to do with the fact that my son has a cold. I mean, he does. He absolutely does. But it was mainly because I'm just not comfortable being that close to that many people. Mm. Yeah, just keeping cautious, which is fair. I think it is fair. Yeah. It's, um, it's, it's easy fair. to forget that although things are loosening and people are feeling more relaxed in general that doesn't mean everybody is ready yet i personally feel the same i still don't like going to shops when it's busy because it just feels wrong and i get Agreed. weird yeah 
Yeah. Oh, supermarkets stress me out so much. Mm. So mm-hmm. much. I hate them. I have yeah. I have no I have no started going back to the cinema, which is fine because it's still quiet at the moment. How do they do it? So are you socially distanced? Can you take your mask off? Or how does it work? Um, you can take your mask off when you're sat down in there. It's uh, basically there's a certain number of seats between everyone. And I've yet to... So I've been to cinema three times since we've been back. And I've yet to be in a cinema with more than... Uh, to be honest, in double figures. It's been okay. like three, four other people scattered around, so I've been comfortable because literally no one's been within 10, 15 metres of me. <laughs> so It's nice it's when nice. you're in a cinema and there's no other bugger there. I mean, not necessarily because <laughs> yeah. of COVID reasons, but it's nice when that has happened. Yeah, exactly. I, I yeah. went to watch In the Heights and it was me and Jade. Oh, I went, I went to see that today. Yeah, that was what I saw. What is it? What's In the Heights? Uh, a musical, musical um, by Lin-Manuel Miranda, who did Hamilton. Oh, oh, that's cool. It's it's he it's where he became known. Yeah. So he uh, yeah. That, that was his first hit. Yeah. So cool. the first time he performed Hamilton or any part of Hamilton was at the White House, and that was because he'd been invited there to perform something reflecting the immigrant community or immigrant experience. Off because they were like, oh yeah, just come perform something from In the Heights. Was basically their thinking. He went, meh, Hamilton. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. Cool. All right then, um, but this is. How, I'm surprised you don't know. This is like your. This is your thing. I know. I've been. I've been horribly out of touch with things. It feels like recently. You need um, to. You need to get your pop culture zen back on. Well, I'm going more and I've, I've become more arty. That's what I'm doing. I'm looking at more weird things. I think it's a lockdown thing. However, I do recommend. Completely off topic here, but anybody who is here and has eyes and ears or either should watch Inside by Bo Burnham. It's on Netflix and it is a. It is an hour-long one-man show about being in lockdown, and it's fucking amazing. Because hmm. it's basically just a... Uh, he make, he films it all in a room, edits it all himself, writes all these songs, um, and makes lots of commentary on what it's like being being sort of 30-something and being locked in a room for a year. And it is absolutely astonishing. So I highly recommend it. Nice. Okay. That's the culture I've been So that's, that's actually been recommended to me uh, by Netflix, and I went, are you sure, Netflix? Have you got this one wrong? You will but- love it. Then I will amazing. absolutely investigate. Yeah, an- another friend independently recommended it to me, so it has now gone on my watch list. So, excellent. Yeah, okay. that, yeah I can do that. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, just I, I wanted to make sure that I, I covered off the important one. So, just to drag us back on topic briefly. I know it's a weird experience. I know we're not normally on topic. Um, <laughs> And that's why you should never nibble your internet cables. So as we were saying, um, we were just wrapping up Threadball. So Naz, is there anything you wanted to add before we move on? Yeah, yeah, there's one other thing. So I'm just going to, uh, to be honest, read from the website because it's the easiest thing. Um, So the most important thing we are asking coaches over the age of 18 to do is to complete a COVID-19 test prior to entry into the building. That test should either be completed up to 24 hours before your arrival or on site using a lateral flow test provided by the event. As per government advice, anyone registering a positive result uh, should immediately self-isolate. And unfortunately, we are aware this could result in coaches missing the event. Uh, That's why the organisers are recommending that coaches complete this testing process prior to travelling to avoid disappointment. Um, So... 
it, it's it's been a very difficult decision but it's the one that we feel is is the right thing to look after coaches because we are all going to be on site camping sharing space sharing a room sharing showers for two three days it's the right choice these are lateral flow tests i'm guessing yes that's right yeah that's right so for those who have, have I, i've had a lateral flow test i don't know if you guys have had one yet um you can order them from the government uh they will are they free I'm checking here they, they are free um yeah and so you can, i believe you you can also just go to a testing center and have one um, yes um they are not they're not bad at all um you, you, you can google it lateral flow test and they'll send one to you it's a swab up the nose that's how you self-administer normally um, and you wiggle it around a bit and sometimes you've got to put it in your throat but usually it's up in your nose then you wipe it on a you, you put a sort of tube on a little piece of plastic and you have to look at it for 15 minutes well you have to wait look, wait for 15 minutes and after that 15 minutes a blue line indicates that you're fine and two i think indicates that you are um carrying the the contagions um it's a it's a it's a perfectly reasonable thing to suggest at this day and age obviously five years ago it would have been like what you're on about that'll never be a thing now this is i think the bare minimum really for this sort of event uh, and I think it's 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 fair, um, and it's it's about if this if we didn't do that, if you didn't do that, and somebody unwittingly brought COVID to this sort of thing, not only would everybody here be at risk and have potential problems, it would also put a massive damper and possibly cancel a lot of blood bowl events going forward as well. So the yes. community itself would suffer. So basically, it's not too bad. You stick a thing up your nose. You've done worse at tournaments, I'm sure, in the past. It's simple and easy. Don't worry about it. Yeah. Oh, and of course, it goes without saying, standard government guidelines, if you are testing at home, um, then you must self-isolate until you come to the tournament because there's no point having a test and then going out on the piss straight afterwards because then you might catch it again. You know, exactly. Standard stuff, yeah. though, isn't it? Standard stuff. Yeah, so, yeah. absolutely. Good on you. See, so, I, should be, I, should, I could do Chris Whitty's job. No problem. I could stand up I there. Mean, Don't be fucking plums. I, I do not think I want his job. What's wrong with getting beaten up in parks by yobs just I because you're trying to save the country? I think that man has had a very, very difficult job and has done a very fine job. <sighs> Never mind. Anyway. the fifty. Anyway, Sh- okay. Should we discuss blood bowl? Oh, go on then. Speaking of blood bowl events, so we each we went to several different tournaments. I'd actually managed to double book myself. Um, I had a birthday one, uh, a very small affair for some friends, um, and I also signed up to the one in Gloucester. And I only realised that when I was contacted by somebody going to the birthday one and saying, are you still coming to the birthday one? And I went, oh, yes. <laughs> Whoops. <laughs> um, and that's when I contacted the uh, the chap from, from the Gloucester one and said, hey, <laughs> I really wish I could come. Unfortunately, I can't. Yeah. Uh, but you Rob chaps Dodge, represented Rob the podcast. Dodge did miss you. He did make a point of saying he missed you. So, Who missed me? Brock Dodge, the organiser. Ah, oh, well, I missed him too. And everyone else. Except you guys. I feel like I speak to you guys all the time. I don't miss you in the nicest possible way. Yeah, screw you two. <laughs> <laughs> so this was the... Um, I love the name of this tournament. Glass Plate Cup Bowl. I love <laughs> or something, it. wasn't it? <laughs> so complicated. <laughs> glass, glass Cup Plate Bowl, I think, yeah. It's, it took me a while. I was like, why is it called that? What a strange name. And then it sort of percolated through and I went, oh yeah. Oh, how clever. Um, so for those of us who still haven't actually worked it out, what was the reason? What's in your kitchen cabinets? Glasses. Yep. Plates, cups and bowls. Usually it's called something bowl, isn't it? Blood bowl, elf bowl, thread bowl. 
Except this isn't anything like a bowl, as in a Super Bowl. It's like a bowl you get in a cupboard. So it's glass plate cut bowl. I see. Okay. What a good All name. Right. Very good name. Top marks to that gentleman there. If we were like both down, as in, and by that I mean a good podcast, we would do. We would say that's anything but one approved. There you go. It's the first and only time I've said that. You're welcome. So what yeah, was it we like? Don't do that kind of thing. It was, from what I understand, it was the um, imperial nobility um, orgy, wasn't it, or something? Well, oh, so so many of them. Yeah, kind kind of, yeah. Well, we know why the rule set was very favourable towards them because they're apparently tier two. So well, G- G- GW have said they're tier two, so such <laughs> balls. I mean, G- GW are wrong, but yeah. <laughs> I mean, that team is very good. Particularly it's... when you give them a lot of bonus skills. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but the, a, yeah, that that helps. A, a good way of looking at. I mean, this is probably my opinion on it, but if, it's a few ways of testing whether a team is good or not. If you want to look at a team and understand it, number one, how much block or dodge or wrestle does it have? If it's got quite a lot of those skills, it's a good team already. Secondly, how many of the skills does it have are wasted or not? Think about like I don't know, Elf Union or something. Um, they have nerves of steel, which in a way is wasted, in a way isn't. But other than that, all the skills they have are good and they use them all. Then think of something like, I don't know, dwarves. There's a lot of wasted skills on dwarves, a lot of thick skulls and all the rest of it, but there's also a shitload of block. So guess yes. what? It's a good team. And then you find yeah. other teams which have a lot of wasted skills. You know, Nurgle have a lot of skills and most of them are wasted. So it's they, Imperial Nobility have a lot of good skills, a lot of block and pseudo block, and guess what? Um, none of their skills are wasted. And so I had, so I took uh, undead, shambling undead, I should say, and I had six skills. Matt, how many skills did you have? Uh, I believe it was ten. Oh god! <laughs> I mean, come on, that's what a, am I that's supposed a big to do step. with that? What am uh, I supposed to do with that? I mean, to be, to be fair, six is literally all you need with undead. <laughs> I mean, you don't even need six. Let's be honest. No, but that's God, not God, quite block, the point. block, block, block. I mean, you, for undead, you can cut that to four and still have an extremely competitive team. <laughs> I can cut believe that to you two. are right. Yes, um, that is uh, for folks at home, for tournament, tournament organisers out there. Of course, you're free to do whatever you want. Four skills between tiers is quite a big jump, so just try to make it smaller. Unless it's undead, also- in which case, give them fucking nothing. <laughs> I also think that there's a there's kind of a link here where you remember Necro where if they were if they were tier 1 and BB 2016 if they were tier 1 then they were naff but if they were tier 2 they were really good yeah mm. yeah i wonder if we're going to hit the same thing with imperial nobility i think mm. i i just i think i i talked about this with one of my opponents in our kind of post game chat and i said like they definitely see, remind me of Necro, as in I, I mean, I, not in the way they play. No, but but in terms of the the kind of team they are. Whereas if they're if they're tier one, they're gonna they're still gonna be fine, but they're not gonna be like silly. But if they're tier two, they're gonna be very very strong. It depends mm. depending on rule set and what what the difference in one and two is. But yeah, I think they're. I suspect anyone doing their own tournament tiering will probably put them in tier one. Mm, I would, personally. Um, especially when you're able to give them a star player. And they get some nice star players. They have some good choices, yeah. Uh, yeah. I had a rumour that there was Griff. Griff was involved, is this true? 
Yes. I mean, yeah. yes. <laughs> I mean, I I played against Griff twice out of three games. <laughs> that gives you an indication of what was Griff involved. Yeah, there there were. I mean, there there were four Griffs there looking at it. So that's a lot of Griffs. I mean, Griff is very good, but also, oh god, so much Griff. I mean, I yeah. can't really talk because I am using Griff at Thrud, but still. Yeah, exactly. And you, you mm. also, to be fair, your undead had a star. Yeah, but he was pants. All right, sorry, as I was saying, uh, before the tight space-time continuum tried to destroy us again, I must, maybe it's like a... I mean, all these time travellers keep turning up and trying to kill us. I don't know what it's all about, but anyway... Um, <laughs> So yeah, a lot of Imperial nobility at this particular tournament. I'd actually, the roster I was going to take was an Imperial nobility roster with the White Dwarf because I thought that'd be a bit of fun. Um, mm, yeah. But I'll be honest, the White Dwarf isn't that great. <laughs> oh, really? <laughs> he's he's, he's uh, so pretty he's expensive. solid. He's solid, yeah. Well, so firstly, uh, he's movement five and strength three, which is sad. Yeah. He's a Dwarf Blitzer, basically, so he's slow and he's, he's not strong. Um, he's in fact he's got the exact stats of a dwarf blitzer five three plus three plus four plus whatever it is. Yeah. Um, he's got some nice skills, and his special skill means that at once per once per turn you can give one of your fellow teammates one of a list of skills, including mighty blow, including sure feet and break tackle. So when I did a practice game with him, I was giving like my catchers. Um, um, I tested out with the human team um, break tackle, which was quite funny to have suddenly humans dodging on twos yeah which but, uh, yeah is i think it's he's one of those where it's it's his special skill that is what you're paying for to be honest yes and the fact you can use it every turn is pretty huge it is yeah good yeah 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 so matt what were you taking um imperial nobility with griff yay classic so is that what four blitzes sorry two blitzes four body no blitzes no blitzes oh four bodyguards though yeah uh, so yeah, four four bodyguards, uh, one thrower, fuckload of peasants or linemen, uh, zero blitzers. Why did the armor the the armor of the peasants? It's it's, it's armor seven or eight plus. Yeah. And yet the models look really heavily armored. I don't understand. No, um, I I think armor seven's fair for the price they are. I think they'd be a, absolutely. They, they'd be the model they, looked a bit oh, more yeah. armor seven. Yeah. They shouldn't be any more than that. That would be crazy. But look at the models. They've got loads of armor on. Yeah, but What's I mean, about? The, the the amount of armor stuff wears. I mean, Treeman are armor ten, and they're not wearing any armor. I know, but they got thick skins. This is old <laughs> argument again, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Okay, well, fair enough. And um, Naz, you were taking stinking undead with a with a cheesy star player, was it? Right. Yeah. So I was taking the approach that, firstly, I was allowed to because let's face it, I don't think many tournaments are going to allow me to do so. And I was also going to see our undead actually that broken because we've all decided that they are so i thought i'll give it a go um i had so i had uh two mummies with guard i had a white without a skill i had another white which was a tackle and mighty blow Ooh. i had a shorthands ghoul and a block ghoul two re-rolls and wilhelm cheney who is the yeah. movement oh. eight strength four frenzy Claw, oh, we know. Wrestle, we know who changes. Yeah. He's awesome, and once per game, he can re-roll an injury roll. Oh my god, it's so good. Yeah, he's he he is pretty solid as stars go, and he's cheaper now than he ever was. He looks solid on paper. 
Oh, he is. More than I would that. say more if anybody does badly with yeah. that team, it's down to the coach, not the shadowing. He looks solid on paper. <laughs> well, um, <clears throat> the actual tournament I went to, the guy who won was taking had Cheney. Okay. Uh, I'm just saying. And vampires. Oh my god. <gasps> Controversial. Um, we'll go on to that after the tournament section. Okay. Um, I will say, so I took a... Uh, what the hell did I take? How can I not remember what team I took? Nurgle. I took Nurgle. Ooh, okay. Nice. Because I wanted to see what happened with the new slightly improved version of Foul Appearance. Spoiler alert, it's as shit as it ever was. <laughs> <laughs> No, it is ever so slightly better, but I'll be honest, it never made a difference. Okay, I think right. once um, someone blitzed and failed it, and I went, "Oh, as per the newest FAQ, that player can no longer move," and they went, "Okay," and just carried on and beat me anyway. <laughs> and out of interest, did you also take Hackflem? Uh, I did not take Hackflem. However, I did take Acorn the Squirrel. Yay! I love Acorn. Um, he was he was interesting. <laughs> Was he terrible? Uh, two of the three games, yes. One of the games, absolutely not. He was absolutely fucking amazing on the third and final game that I played. Mm-hmm. Um, he more than made up for his his shittiness, uh, but I will go into that in a moment. In case you, you know, I'm going to get his stats up because it's a very weird. He's basically he's a, he's um, a hot, he's a snotling, isn't he? He's a snotling on steroids. He's yeah, a snotling he's got with dauntless and claw. Yes. And frenzy. Oh, and frenzy. And jump up, and sidestep. Oh, he's got something. Yeah, and movement seven. So he's a snotling, but turned up to eleven. Um, so he's a blitzer. He's a strength one dauntless blitzer, and uh, he's got frenzy and oh, oh, he he did he did some good work uh, in the last game. See, I took I took Nurgle. I mean, I took fairly standard Nurgle. I took I took Stan Firm Nurgle, Stan Fergal, because it's it's the funnest way to play Nurgle. Nice. I love going. He's got stand firm, and 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 he's got stand firm. Stand firm can just go and die in a fire. I played against the chap, and he said, relatively relatively new to the game, he said, why don't you just get them all block? And I said, you'll see. (laughs) And we played the game, and he said, like, oh, oh, this is why I can't progress at all. And I'm like, yep, (laughs) sorry. I hate stand firm so much. So, Uh, again, right, we, we need to start talking about games, but... Honestly, one of my conclusions is I am seriously tempted to start taking Juggernaut as a utility skill. It is a useful skill for multiple reasons. One, it would fuck me over if I took Stand Firm, and you'll see more Stand Firm with Imperial Nobility and Fend. And also, it just means your big guy Blitzer is just more reliable. It's nice being able to push people around on both downs. Uh, especially no, if you've I'm got talking about brawler. just putting this on a normal Blitzer. Oh, okay. Well, that's also good. Yeah, no, it's good. It's a good Wait. skill. Honestly, I had such a bad time that I'm going to be using it as a normal utility skill. The new meta, the new meta. Yeah, I think that's that's so super specialized. <laughs> that that, li- that, regret that, it, that literally works against one team. No, it doesn't. It works against a lot of teams. It's actually a really useful skill, and frankly, it means I'm no longer pissed off by Imperial nobility. So it's worth it's doing. it's a it's a useful skill for big guys, and always has been. There are infinite numbers of better skills for virtually all non-big guy players. I think, think about that the there day, are right? Strong reasons to have it. Give it to a guy, a blitzer with block, 
and you blitz a guy with wrestle and you use juggernaut so he can't use wrestle and then you use block to bring him down exactly it feels amazing to do it it's so rare that it happens but it feels absolutely That's amazing when rare. You do it. yeah but also it's had happened to me like maybe you just need a push maybe anyway that, let's show we begin talking about our games that, that's probably that way people can understand why i feel the way i do well why don't you go first if you're if you since you have the spotlight how do your first okay. game go Nance? well um i got britannians <laughs> and i played jaywood who was lovely i thoroughly enjoyed my game against him uh i'm really pleased that i'd already played a game of 2020 because the fan factor role at the beginning which isn't fan factor it's you roll fame that's right yeah yeah fair weather that, fans that d3 right, yeah. messes me up so he was using bretonians he had no he was using nobility nobility sorry no, nobility thank you that's an important distinction he had no star players uh he did have an ogre apologies with block um and because he had no star player, it meant that he had all the positionals and like a fairly deep bench. I found that game challenging, hmm. uh, mainly because like the first thing Wilhelm did was to skull out. <laughs> and he, he did five casualties against me, and I did <sighs> one Ow. back. Oh dear. I, I mean, he's using... Nobility. He shouldn't be doing casualties. Not in that way. And he. he How much guard did he have? Uh, three. Three guard means a lot of casualties. I was going. I was going to say. But, I was, you. You do but, throw a lot of block dice. But I have two guard and uh, a lot more strength, and I have the mighty blow. You have the mightiest of blows. True. He. He shouldn't. On, you would not expect him for an ability to do that much damage. Um, I, I, so I certainly wouldn't, no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I I struggled. Um, and, and yeah, some of it was to do with the stand firm and some of it was to do with all the fend. Um, and then, uh, like as became a running theme so it was my drive first i was running up the pitch and i hit this point where okay well what i need is Wilhelm is going to stand up and he's going to blitz what i'm looking for here is to knock the guy down but ultimately all i need is for Wilhelm to be upright at the end of this what did the little bastard do oh wrestled <laughs> if he had the decency to skull i would feel better but the problem is that both down is just painful when when you're using Wilhelm because you're like, ah, oh, you little. Sh if you had block, you'd be awesome. And um, it's the same for um, Ramped at the third. You go three dice. Oh yeah, both yeah. down. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Wrestle. <laughs> I recognise that some of this is my own coaching problem because I I went oh he can just do this because he's strength four. He's this is his job. No, wait, his job is absolutely not to hit people. He's weird. Well... Because you can't rely on him to hit people. Anyway, because he did that, I then had to do a dodge, and I double won the dodge, and he ran off with the ball and scored. And then on my turn, he... Uh, on, on his drive second half, he managed to remove three people by turn three, including a mummy, and I was just like, so this is going to go well, and I ended up losing 2-0. Oh, it, it did not do well. 
that is. A I mean, I'm not saying start. I'm blaming the coach, but I mean, you know, I don't. I, I think I recognise the fact that I lent too much on Cheney in a couple of my games, but he, whenever I lent on Cheney, he had an unerring ability to roll a both down and another both down <laughs> at the same bloody time. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is new being able to take Cheney with an undead team, though. So how did that feel? So in that speed. The speed was nice, and you didn't miss the extra ghoul until you lost a ghoul, because I didn't have a bench. So I know uh, a lot right, of people, yeah. a lot of people will run four ghouls, but only three on the pitch. Yeah, cowards I call them. But but it means you've got a spare, which is really nice. Whereas I went, oh, I've lost a positional. Oh shit! Now what do I do? And so it looks good on paper. It's kind of like my, my Wood Elf approach, which is you throw absolutely everything on the pitch at the same time and you, you go for sort of a local... Um, what's, what's the word I'm looking for? I was going to go without numbering. That's not the right word. Uh, Pressure. A, lo- a local advantage. So you can suddenly get like 1.1, 1.2 million team value in a space on the pitch, three by three. Yeah, I mean, and you can apply all of that pressure in one place, and that works really well when your when your agility is two plus. Not so well when you're using zombies. Yeah, all I'm hearing is I tried to play my undead like elves and it didn't work. <laughs> <laughs> Not entirely Actually, fair. I did a remarkable amount of dodging with my zombies. Well, that's the thing. It's like Kemri. If it's the end of the turn and your zombie is just there doing nothing. You think, yeah, exactly. Yeah, either exactly. he's just going to block and fall down, or dodge and fall down, or he might not fall down. And people always get astounded so, when you do it. You're like, it's a 50-50. It's always worth a go. Always worth a go. So, if if Wilhelm hadn't done, hadn't been on his ass, I think I would have scored. And at the very least, he would not have scored on my drive. As it was, right, I yeah. lose two 0 Yeah. Game one. <laughs> Game one done. Matt, nah, submarine it. Um. Well. So, having having looked at the, or indeed looking at the NAF stats of all my opponents, uh, all three of my opponents have won tournaments in the past. So, all wow, very good. Uh, I have never won a tournament, or I've come close a couple of times, but never actually won anything. Um, so, first opponent was against, I think he's one of the local guys, Torian Beast, um, who has won three tournaments by the looks of it, the NAF site, which is obviously pretty good uh, he had a basically a full underworld team so 16 players glarts and a shed load of skills just loads and loads and loads and loads of skills yeah um, and I think he'd also played nobility more than I had um, <laughs> which was <laughs> which was problematic um, he had the swingiest luck ever basically so he did massive 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 amounts of damage like so first turn he knocked over four of my players um killed a one of my skilled up peasants on double six double six and then rolled another six to successfully argue the call as well oh dear and that was that was was turn one um but then he was also failing his troll was like treble sculling all over the place he was failing dodge rolls he was absolutely mincing my team um, 
I think by by half time I've noted that even though I had fourteen players, I was setting up with ten in the second half. <laughs> oh, really? Because um, he yeah, he just smashed me to pieces. To be honest, um, and we ba- basically we both had more or less identical drives. Um, so effectively, he he opted to receive. Um, his drive was he gave it to his blodge stepping gutter runner, who ran away. Um, Excellent. Well, that's kind of what you'd expect. Yeah, he, he basically ran away, ran through, set up a wall. He he undenied over whether to score or not, uh, but it was I think it was about turn four, and decided it was basically a bit early. And I agreed with him. I thought he was probably actually right to delay a couple of turns, but in mm-hmm. the end, I was able to dodge a uh, dodge one of my bodyguards out go for it twice to get two dice on him and wrestle him to the ground and then the ball just got stuck and eventually yeah. eventually Griff ran away with it but only up to the halfway line but it just meant he couldn't quite get the ball back off Griff and get it back down pitch Yeah. and then second half uh, so my drive Griff got the ball, ran away with it he wrestled me to the ground the ball bounced badly. Griff got up, picked up the ball, ran away with it. He followed, wrestled me to the ground. Ball scattered badly. Uh, and I think I got to within three or four squares of his end zone where this had happened, I think, three turns running, where he moved up, fucking wrestled Griff again. Because he, oh, he just yeah. he wasn't getting the pals, but he was getting the wrestles, and that was fine. That was enough to take Griff down, because it was just Griff had basically had no choice but to run away by himself because unfortunately I had done a critical double scold and killed one of my guard blitzers uh, one of my guard bodyguards it basically meant there was a big hole in the line he ran through with his gutter runner picked the ball up in like four tackle zones and just ran away with it so I was under pressure I was under pressure to get it back did so then had to run away with Griff but without a lot of support and yeah it just Griff ran away his blodge stepping gutter runner ran after me his wrestle guy ran after me and just kept wrestling Griff down and in the end it was he couldn't quite in the last turn get the ball cycled through quickly enough to get it down pitch to potentially score because basically I was able to knock back the only player he had in scoring range so it was it was nil nil but I think it was two or three nil on casualties but I had shed loads of KOs. I was down to, I think, six players by the end. Gosh, from 14, that's a lot. Yeah. Yeah, yeah 14 players, it turned out, did it was not enough players. <laughs> Still, somehow. Um, I'm so, a fan of the 14-man roster. Yeah. So, But having said that, I was not displeased with the nil-nil because it was... We both had chances. Um, we both could have scored we both could have scored both on our drives and on each other's drives it was that kind yeah. of swingy game I like that but, kind of game though yeah it, it was it was tight I wasn't displeased and it was basically I just couldn't stop his blood stepping gutter runner he just couldn't really stop Griff and mm-hmm. in the end they kind of nullified each other a little bit he's a good player as well I remember him from um, Bainbowl I think he won um, with three wins so I've seen that happen before. Yeah. So getting yeah. a draw against him, I'd be very happy with that. Yeah. I, I as the opener, and like I say, because because he had glass as well, 
um, and his obviously uh, block claw might blow troll. Um, yeah, I was basically I just chucked peasants at his troll. Um, did he go claw as well, or did he not bother? I I honestly can't remember. I think he might have gone claw, but not block. Yeah, yeah. I think he I think he went claw, but not block on him. But he'd he double skilled his gutter runner. He had wrestle on I think a couple of his clan rats. And yeah, then and obviously, the fact that you could stack skills was quite nice. Mm. Yes, yeah, it was. I I made use of it on my team. Um, I think few people did. So, but yeah, I I was I was well pleased with that. It was a tight nil nil. I think both of us were probably okay with it being nil nil. To be honest, so uh, he in the end he was probably closer to scoring and opted not to at one point. I didn't ever have I was never at the point where I could have scored but didn't basically so yeah but yeah it was a good game so um, yeah. Alex how was who, who were your Nurgle up against in your first game they were up against some Necromantic <sighs> um, which was an interesting match up okay yeah so Necromantic of course um, are different now they've got Wraiths which are really weird so oh. there was an awful lot Wraiths are like the old whites, except they've got no arms, um, sorry, no hands, and they've got block sidestep as standard and foul appearance. So um, it was it was very weird. Please tell me he gave of... them guard. He gave them guard, right? <laughs> no, unfortunately not. Oh, there was, an, there was a lot of like, a lot of people on the pitch had sidestep or stand firm or foul appearance. Like uh-huh. m- most people had at least one of those skills, sometimes more than one of those skills. It was just a weird game, um, but it's tough. I mean, Nurgle are tough anyway. Yeah. And this was very much a kind of meme roster. It was a joke. The five stand firm list is funny, but it very rarely works. I think <laughs> I scored once in the entire tournament. It's a spoiler for you folks. Um, but it yeah, was but funny more than not anything about else. Scoring that tournament. Sorry, that roster is not about scoring. That roster is about stopping other people scoring. Yeah, it's about stopping anyone having any fun, <laughs> and um, yeah, it's 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 you a very sound, kind of you sound like a dwarf coach. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think a dwarf coach stops your opponent having fun. A Nurgle coach stops anyone having fun. That's that I don't have fun true. either. That is true. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> um, but it's I like it. I like just going there. You go have some warriors, have a beast, and just sort of sit them there. Tentacles is better now. And a couple of times, tentacles really came through. So tentacles basically now means if you're a ghoul dodging away from my beast, you have to, I roll the dice so you don't get a chance to re-roll it. And if I roll a 4+, plus, you are held where you are. Which I think is better than it was. The fact that you can't re-roll it now is also delicious. Um, so originally so we thought that was plus. worse. But you're yes. thinking that's now better? It's the fact that you can't re-roll it is pretty big. Because it means, okay, you want to dodge away from my guy, it's a 50-50 chance before you do anything else, and you have no chance of re-rolling it. It's just straight up, 50-50, does it, does it work or not? So he, um, he so that felt better. So he more effectively pins players. Yes, okay. and um, he was doing a good job of that. Against goblins and the like, it's a 3+, plus, and it's just, oh, just, boom, 3+, plus. sorry, <laughs> you're still there. That was nice. Um, so it was, it was standard, um, sort of, what you'd expect. Um, it was a case of I tried to block him, and he had werewolves and ghouls, and he was able to squeeze through. It was close, though. Um, Acorn the Squirrel 
was almost amazing. He did get <laughs> to um, he blitzed against a uh, flesh golem Ooh. and succeeded the dauntless roll twice. I got one die on him both times, but didn't knock him down. Oh. And he needed a four plus to succeed his dauntless. You know, nice. Um, but his little ability means he can re-roll it, which is quite cool. He's pretty great. But he didn't yeah. knock him down, and he took two hits and died, <laughs> which is bet- better than he did in his other games. <laughs> I mean, true, um, true. It was it was funny, but yeah, it was just a case of quite standard stuff. So, um, Necromantic scored sort of turn six or seven or so, and I never I never really got any anywhere else. So it was just a case of tried to trundle along, ran out of rerolls, ran out of juice, and then ground to a halt. Because when you've got no block and nothing else, it's hard to break through. Yeah, that's my own fault, really. Um, I did take a claw mighty blow. I know it's not as good as it was, but it was still reasonably effective. Still, still yeah. decent, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. The only difference is you're not you're less likely to break their armor than you were before. But once you've broken the armor, you still get the plus one to mighty blow. So you know, that's right. Yeah. Not bad. Not bad. Um, but yeah, wraiths. Wraiths are weird now because you're like, you you want to block. It's just like blocking elf blitzers because you block them and it might put them in a better position. Yeah. Or you might try and block them and foul appearance just means that's it. You you don't get to do anything to them. I, I was going to say, I, I, a pain ta- in the ass. I take it there was no sort of key foul appearance fails on your part. Um, we both failed a fair number of times, but ne- ne- never, never never crucially sort of thing. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Okay. Which was, I guess. Well, that, that, it's disappointing. I consider trying to write down how many times I failed my foul appearance or succeeded, but I thought I couldn't be bothered <laughs> because it would just be an exercise in depression. <clears throat> but it was a yeah, fun game. That's, um, that is precisely what I found with uh, with uh, vampires when I took them. I kept track of how many of my own players I injured, and I went, this is depressing. <laughs> yes. So what did you guys think of just the, the BB2020 tournament experience to start with? So I, for example... I did not like having to look up tables. I felt like I was looking up tables quite a lot, with the prayers to nuffle, with the kickoff um, tables and things like that. Um, that was annoying. I, I didn't like the prayers to nuffle experience. I prayers to nuffle never came up in no, never came up for me. And any 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 of the games I played, no. Really, it came up for me quite a lot. I did it at least three times. And we had one where I had a player who had to have minus one movement, for example. And one who Ooh. had plus one armor, yeah. So it's just things, extra things to track, and it was, it was just a bit messy. I don't. That's how it felt. I don't like the prayers to nuffle. Um, I did. I there was there was one point in the first game where I think I realised I'd, I'd forgotten about the jumping over thing. Yeah, I didn't do that at all. No, <laughs> yeah. I, neither the, did the, I. Neither did any of my opponents. No, I have yet the, to use that. It will at some point come up and lose me again. But there, nothing yet. There, there was one point where I could and should have used it. Um, so basically, his stupid lodge stepping gutter runner went down at one point in a big scrum of players. The ball scattered behind him into one of his tackle zones. Um, but I, I basically couldn't get there. But it was blitz. Yeah. It was Griff who'd done the blitz, and had I thought about it, Griff could have just jumped over the gutter runner into the ball square, picked up in one tackle zone, and then basically legged it away. Yeah. And in the end, I I basically moved Griff round another player to get a tackle zone on the ball from the other side. And as soon as my turn finished, I was like, "Fuck! I could have jumped over." It's Griff. It would have been a four plus, I think. 
two plus, isn't it? Is it is agility? It's just a straight agility. Uh, is it, not? Yeah, it depends on tackle zones. It's yeah, oh, course, it's tackle yeah. zones. So I think it would have been uh, it was into one tackle zone. So it would have been basically three plus, three plus, two plus. But he would. That's def- what Griff's for. Yeah, he would definitely have been away. But it was, yeah, it was one of those where I was like, oh, he's it, damn it, that's a bad scatter. How annoying. Okay, got a plan for that. And after my turn was over, I was like, shit, I could have just jumped. Could have just jumped over his down go runner. Yeah. Mm. Did um did you guys try the new uh the new blitz, the new quick snaps, the new things like that? Yes. Uh I think I tried Pitch most invasion. of those. Certainly the best the perfect well not it's not perfect defence, it's good defence. Solid defence. Solid defence. Yeah. My general feeling is that they're all a bit more balanced. I really like the fact that it's open players only, which means the quick snap is no longer so painful. And perfect defense doesn't completely fuck you anymore. <laughs> yeah. Do you know one Publix. of the really interesting things? Um, you you know how you like a sensible coach would set up two spaces back because uh, just in case quick snap gave someone a free block. Yeah. Well, you can now set up knowing that that's not possible because there won't be any open players to move forwards. Unless they are on the sidelines. Alright, but how many people actually set up on the white on the sidelines on the line of scrimmage? It's depends you, you if know, you set you, up a square back or not. You want to tempt them into the uh into you, the quick snap. Yeah, you, you know what I'm saying. Yeah. Um I know what you're saying. It's it's weird. So it's it's a case of it's clearly it's meant to make the game so the kickoff event is is the most random bit of the game in many ways, isn't it? Because it's the one time where you just consult a table and something random happens. Yeah. It's clearly a way to try to curb that slightly. Um and it's 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 a step in the right direction. It's it's, it's interesting some of the choices. So um well it's it, I think it is for the best. I think it's good. I like the fact that a riot now is for example is just a straight what turn are you on? Are you on six, seven or eight? Move it back. Are you on one, two, three, four, five, move it forward. I think that's nice. I think mm. I like the fact that it's not your whole team, it's D three plus X players. Which is fairer. It feels fairer. I think the only yeah. thing that I don't like is that because uh, it's it's come up a couple of times, is I think a vicious ref is worse than throw a rock. Oh, it is absolutely not. Is, God, isn't it? Roll a D six on a one. There, they are sent off, which is pretty huge. Yes, yeah, but and the likelihood of removal is still only one in. It, it, well, it's better because before it was. A roll of eight, nine, ten, eleven, or twelve would remove a player from the pitch, I suppose. which is what mm. roughly forty percent of the time. Whereas now the removal is one in six, which is what like eighteen percent of the time. So that's that's better in that way. And in a league, there's no injury, but they are automatically knocked over and stunned. But we throw a rock, you would so be. means there's no ch- well, there's well, no well, chance no, you, you get knocked be... out anymore. Well, yeah, exactly, yeah. Sorry, just, are you going to get I, injured or not? Yeah, I, mm. it's interesting. It's, I, th- it's I think different. it's I think it's slightly better, but I I do understand why you might not like it. Can you use a bribe? No, no, you, you can't. can't. It says they're sent off. No, that's the problem. Are you sure? Yeah, uh, there's something in the FAQ about it. Um, oh, it's so. weird. You cannot argue it, and it's like, well, why not? That that is absolutely a thing you should be able to do. 
Yeah. Did the coach attempt to argue the call if a player sent off as a result of the officials ref? The answer is no. Oh, that's dumb. Why call it sent off then? It's yeah, sent off it, it is really dumb. Mm-hmm. There's no yeah, there's there's no comeback, there's no recovery from it. Um I think I think it's the fact that if for example your big guy got hit by a rock and injured, you could at least use an apo. There if you get sent off there's literally nothing coming back from it. Yeah, yeah. I, I, it's probably better for a league. It 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 probably is better for a league, um but for for tournament play it's problematic I think yeah, but it never came up for my games it never came up for me but uh, yeah just thought I just wondered if it felt different it was interesting learning all the small changes so we had a few moments with um, well, the vampire coach had pro- used pro and there was a point where we realised so if his vampire had failed their animal savagery and therefore lost their tackle zones then if they rolled again the next turn for their animal savagery and failed it again, they could not use pro because they had lost their tackle zones. However, if they had rolled it and succeeded, then they could use pro later in the turn. Or if they had their tackle zones, then rolled animal savagery, then failed, they could attempt to re-roll that because they had their tackle zones at the time they failed it. But two turns in a row, you don't have tackle zones, so you can't use skills, including pro. And it was just little things like that. And we were oh, like, that's this awful. is weird. That's horrendous. Yeah. Also, you're considered to have voluntarily moved if you are blocking with Frenzy. So if you follow up with Frenzy, that's considered a voluntary move, meaning you can shadow it and you can also tentacles it. So if you get blocked with Frenzy, for example, and push someone back, what? you can hold them with tentacles because it's considered a voluntary move. Oh, that's, Isn't that interesting? That's in, yeah. Just little things like that we were learning. So these are these are new things, and we there was moments where the more experienced players were all sort of huddled together, going, "Right, how does this bit work? Okay, yeah. this is what we think." <laughs> the brain trust, <laughs> which you know, it was, there was very little brain between us, but we managed to figure it out. That is okay. There, there are some very stupid things in that list that you've just described. It's I can understand why they consider it voluntary because it means otherwise you couldn't follow up a frenzier with your shadower. But it's just strange use of terminology. But I, you just have to is, do it once or twice to get used to it. There is a certain twisted logic to it, I think. Yeah, but that pro example was rubbish. <laughs> so the fact is, okay, I've lost my tackle zones. I fail my roll, so I can't use pro because I've lost my tackle zones. However, if you've got tackle zones and you fail your roll, you can use pro because you've still got your tackle zones until you failed it. <laughs> and then you can't anymore. <laughs> game two. Let's talk about game two. Oh. Yeah, I quite enjoyed my game too and it has to be said that a large part of that is because I was playing Gnome Lord and that man is just fantastic he was an awful lot of fun and I mean he he had a bad game but then he kind of expected to have a bad game because he brought ogres Oof. oh mate Okay. so oh, we were firmly on the bottom table which makes sense but isn't great when you're coming up against someone who's power gaming um for hilarity, <laughs> mm. his roster was five ogres, one with leader. He had one reroll. He had a whole load of noblars, and then he had Griff. Nice, Griff, because that oh, is no, a ogre's thing team. That you can do. Oh, okay. Griff, Griff, how did, base, how basically, did that go? Griff is a hussy and can play for anyone now, pretty much. Griff, <laughs> it, it's because so many people 
can have all of just because what is it? Is it the old world alliance or world classic special rule? Yes, yeah. and right, yeah. ju- it's just weird. It's very weird. He plays for absolutely everyone. He's such a little yeah hussy. Hussy is a slept. good word. <laughs> Fair enough. But how um, did um how did how did he go then? What happened? So, well, the, yeah. So he he received and uh, about turn three he used kick teammate and booted a noblar down to the end of the pitch and I went I can't reach him. <laughs> he kicked a teammate, did he? He kicked teammate. Um, nice. And I went I can't reach him. You've at least burned all your rerolls. Tell you what, I'm just gonna get um. I'm just gonna get a Wilhelm to go and blitz the uh, the kicker, who's also your leader. Oh look, he's dead. Oof. Ouch. Ouch. Wilhelm nice. was good. Uh, well, but the thing is, it's when I wasn't leaning on him. So again, later in later in that half, when I leant on him, he went. Oh look, push, 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 push. Great. <laughs> um, mm. it, it just wasn't. It wasn't fantastic. Let's put it that way. Uh, one interesting thing that did crop up is we did have uh, pitch invasion. Oh, okay. I think pitch invasion might be worse now. Let's have a look. Um, so the way it pitch works invasion. is you roll a d3 and you add your fame. Sorry, d6 and add your fame. So, okay, cool. The loser has d3 players stunned. So firstly, you are Which guaranteed... too bad. You are guaranteed a player to be stunned. Fine. Yeah. But it's also a lot easier to have three players stunned. Um, yeah, statistically, on and... Well, before and that... And there's no, there's no yeah. balance because it's not you roll for every, every single one. It's that one team is being hammered by that. I have a feeling that that is going to be the worst kickoff result going forward. That's going to be the one that people don't like. I think uh, you know, you, you know, right, how, actually, you know how yeah. blitz sucked. Yeah, like your opponent rolled a blitz and you went, "Oh shit!" Well, now it's this, and it's just down to that die roll. And it's like, "Oh great, yeah, I have players stunned, and you don't." <laughs> For me, it's still the prayers of Nuffle. That's the one that makes me go, "Ugh," because it's just something else to keep an eye on. But I do get what you mean. This is the harshest one now, apart from I, maybe blitz. I think it's really unpleasant. I yeah really really didn't enjoy that. However, um, so he scored on about turn four. Uh, I received Griff attempted to do his Griff thing and grab the ball, and my tackle mighty blow guy just went hmm. There's a nobbler, smack. There's a nobbler, smack. There's a nobbler, smack. There's a nobbler, and Ouch. I was just removing them every single turn because that's what you would expect to happen. Um, other brilliant highlights. Uh, I couldn't foul out Griff. I fouled him three or four times at the end of the first half and just couldn't do anything to him. <laughs> uh, he did try to use a Noblar who was lying on the floor as a Noblar missile and just threw him straight into the crowd, which was hilarious. <laughs> nice. And then in the second... So we went in one all first at the end of the first half. And then the second half, I was sort of grinding up. I'm not grinding up. I, I moved up pretty quick. About turn three, I was pretty deep in his half. And Griff ran out and did his thing. And I went... Okay, well, I could dodge out here, or I could go with a little block from Wilhelm. And I'm like, I'll go with a little block from Wilhelm. And he went, gribble, gribble, gribble. I'll knock you over. And I was like, oh, I've broken armour. 
Oh, it's a stun. That's a shame. Fail. I'll re-roll that. Oh, Griff's uh, his special ability for Wilhelm, yeah. Ooh. Gribble, gribble, gribble. That's a dead Griff. Ah. But specifically, Boo. that's a dead Griff that gave me a zombie, and then I proceeded to foul him for the next five turns with his Griff. Oh, dear. Oh, mean. It was hilarious. Um, he was eventually nice. sent off for fouling a Noblar in turn seven. Excellent work. Um, so that game was great and hilarious, and I think I did 11 casualties. Ouch. I mean, a stad affair for Ogozo, isn't it? Yeah. However, and, and this is something for tournament organisers. Uh, now, personally, I was very happy with the way the bonus points worked, and my view is that, uh, that to be honest, you, you see bonus points and you, you play with them. But something to be aware of, a lot of tournaments cap bonus points. So you've got bonus points for your touchdowns and you've got bonus points for your casualties. This tournament did not cap them. So many will say maximum of three. I got 11 bonus points in that one and a draw was worth 10 points. Mm. How much is a win worth? Uh, I think it was 30. Cool. Yeah, I think right, yeah. Getting an extra free draw is huge. It meant that my final record was... Uh, well... Better than it would otherwise have been, I managed to finish in the top half, which I probably didn't deserve. Yeah. Yeah. Well, anyway, that's me. Maybe you did deserve it. Who knows? But I, I get what you mean. It's um, unless you're going for a particular thing, like Olympics, in which case it was very much do your worst. Oh, um, that's a different. It's worth thing. Yeah. Being aware that the impact this sort of thing can have. Yeah, it, it's and and they and I I didn't actually ask. The guys, I didn't ask Brock Dodge if that was a choice they'd made. They may well have made that choice for a reason, um, but it's something that TO should consider. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah, yes. So, um, Matt, um, yeah. So I was up against Whitey. Um, again, another very good player. Uh, he had Orcs with Valag, um, and. We managed to roll up pouring rain right at the start, which was not tremendously helpful for either of us, I'm going to be honest. Because <laughs> right. or- orcs don't need that. Imperial nobility with very few rerolls definitely don't need that. Um, so, yeah, hi- highlights were basically um, he-, he knocked over my front line, but with Fend and a couple of vessels. Varag hilariously got wrestled to the ground, which was rather amusing. Um, but with but with Fend, he basically just didn't go anywhere. He was just stuck on the line. Um, I I fouled Varag, and it was only his thick skull that kept him on the pitch, um, which was also quite amusing in turn one. <laughs> so, um, but yeah, it was. I did basically. I went kind of high risk and just chucked in all my guard Stanford Russell and my Fend peasants in his face because he. Uh, he'd unusually taken an orc team which didn't have any guard so by chucking in all my guard with stand firm even with his strength 4 he was struggling to get the two dice blocks and basically the game just completely bogged down on the halfway line for the first 4 turns Varag was just constantly being wrestled to the ground because he kept (laughs) rolling both down Um, in the end yeah, it it basically meant he was in the end 
forced to, with most of his team bogged down, I think he broke away with four players down my flank in a basically a not not great cage, but it was the only way he was going to get moving. So yeah. I just I just basically managed to get a couple of players over there. Griff did his thing and whacked a tackle zone on the thrower who had the ball. So he then had to dodge, hand off to one of his blitzers, and then he undenard quite a lot and for good reason as to whether to score in turn six or not. Yeah, but, against Griff, that's got to be a question because he's so quick and so capable. Yeah, and it was it was because because of where Griff was, basically his blitzer couldn't go far enough that Griff couldn't get to him with with basically like a couple of dodges in essence, a couple of dodges, a couple of go for it, and Griff would be on him. So he he opted to score turn six because he didn't quite have. He basically had his blitzer with the ball, an alignment, and another blitzer, which what basically two players is not enough to protect the ball carrier from Griff. No, it is not. I've learned in that a, on multiple occasions. Yeah, in in essence. Mm-hmm. So um, yeah, he he opted to score turn six. So meant I had three turns to score. Um, yeah, it was basically gave Griff the ball. Um, I wrestled a few players to the ground centrally and kind of made to push down the centre. But then an opportunity opened up on the right side. I think Varag did something a bit silly. I, th- I think Varag made a slight positional error. But meant an opportunity opened up down the flank, so I just legged it down there with Griff. Um, and did you have to potato? Or were you actually able to cage properly? No, no, no. It was it was a not very good sideline cage. Um, <laughs> yeah. But but with Griff on the ball, all he was going to be able to do was uh, basically with a lot of go frets and Varag doing some serious BS. So Varag did a four plus five plus dodge. Uh, double, he rolled two sixes to get in position yeah. to assist. It meant he could do a one dice blitz on Griff. But he didn't get the power he needed, so Griff just went eh, fend, dodge, score. So Classic I should Griff. do my bullshit. Yeah, it, it was the Griff special. Second half weather changed back to nice, which was tremendously useful. Um, yeah, and it was gave Griff the ball. Griff legged it down pitch. Um, everyone else just marked orcs and yeah, and, and just wrestled slash stand firm slash fended their way to being super awkward um griff was in scoring position and stalling on i think turn five looking at my notes uh and in the end in the end he blitzed griff into the end zone just to force the score yeah um and yeah it was he didn't quite three, three turns to score for an orc team is tough mm-hmm. still it was still possible but it was tough um but in the end again just stood that stand for wrestling in his face uh, i think he looks like he failed a dodge with a throw on my notes um lost the ball bodyguard got the ball legged it clear um and i actually had a chance to score a third but failed the pass 
So two two one win, one nil to him on casualty. So it was a it Orcs were a really really tough matchup for Nobility because I I kind of relied on my deep bench and the fact it was only one casualty suggests it sort of worked in that I just chucked loads of players in his face and he just couldn't progress and in yeah. the end around the edges grifted his bullshit and w- was so able to kind bullshit. of yeah. so good at that bullshit he really really was but it was it was it was just the orcs because I think if it was an orc team where because I think he he blocked up his big ones basically I think if he guarded up his blitzes instead that would have been a much more difficult prospect. It, yeah. it, it didn't help that Varag was doing all the things he shouldn't do well and all the things he should do well badly. He, he was just wrestled to the ground all the time, but he was he was dodging all over the place. Um, I, he I was, he was making, that... making go for it. So it was absolutely insane. <laughs> I have to say yeah. that that, ro- that roster sounds like my the way I would be playing Orcs. So I I yeah. think the block and Varag is actually better than the guard. But I do understand that in your particular match that wasn't optimal. Yeah, it it was just one of those things where Varag Varag is a big investment and you need him doing the damage. And he just wasn't get he basically kept rolling both downs. Against most points that's gonna be fine. But because I'd given three three of my peasants wrestle, as mm-hmm. well as the four bodyguards, it was rough. Yeah, it was just I'd, I'd chuck a peasant with wrestle at him. He'd invariably chuck a couple of dice. He'd either not peasant over, in which case he'd be fended peasants and stranded. Wrestle and fend. Yeah, it, they oh. they were they were great. They were fantastic. Um, so yeah, it, it was a tough matchup, but I was I was pleased with the win, especially. And it, yeah, it was just gr- Griff doing the bullshit and all the other players just going, we're just going to stand here and be really, really annoying. That, no, that is I a pattern, that's good. That, that, is a pattern that a will continue. Yeah, uh, That is a pattern that will continue. And also when we talk about, um, well, the, the winner of the tournament as well. Anyway, carry on, Alex. How was oh, your game right. too, Alex? What, who were the Nurgle well, against? Um, some goblins. Oof. Mm-hmm. Which is a weird one. Um, so things worth saying. So I'll say in the first game, um, I can't remember the knockouts, but I got like five casualties, which is surprising. I mean, I did have a claw mighty blow and another non claw mighty blow. So and the big guy as well. So you know, okay, a few casualties, that's fine. Um, against the goblins, I had zero casualties and zero knockouts for the entire game, which was weird. Um, it you hope to get at least one or two. <laughs> But I got absolutely dick fucking nothing, mm-hmm. um, which was funny. I mean, it's it's it was it's standard goblin stuff. Uh, he charged his ball and chain up. I ganged up on it and knocked it down. Um, this was the chap who said, "Ah, oh, why didn't you take block on all your your warriors?" And then on turn three, when he realised he had nowhere to go and nothing to do because all of his blocks had been wasted trying to push warriors who didn't go anywhere, he went, "Oh, that's why." Um, but this is actually a game I won. It was uh, it was nice. It was oh, it was okay. nice. It was it was standard stuff. I hunted after the chainsaw and killed it. Um, I hunted after the ball and chain and yep. killed it. I kept sitting warriors on the trolls and they just kept on chewing oh. each other. Random random question on the ball and chain. Did he actually yeah. get to activate it? He did. Oh, um, okay. how many? He, uh, no, no. How many squares did it move? 
Uh, three. Okay. It doesn't have to. I know. It, he, he, but I, I t- he didn't have to move it all three, but it made sense for him to do so. So I, I have no memory of this, and someone with a better memory may be able to do it, but I have no memory that we ever discussed this during our six-hour mammoth episode. Oh, really? Yeah. I, I think I'd completely missed it. Matt, does, does this ring a bell with you? Um, if we discussed it, I can't remember discussing it. So, just just a very quick digression. I do apologise, just because I actually came prepared. Um, the if you look at the BB twenty sixteen, it says repeat this process for each and every square of normal movement the player has. Okay, so that is explicitly a rule. However, in BB twenty twenty, which incidentally much nicer book has a nice little bookmark just generally wonderful it just says repeat this process for each square the player moves so there is a small buff to the ball and chain because they do not have to use all of their movement mm-hmm. which is nice mm. though if you're not using all your movement you're not playing goblins properly mm. i mean yes yeah. obviously <laughs> um, so i was able to turn this guy over it was quite funny because he was getting a little bit frustrated with the the stink with all this foul appearance and disturbing presence especially mm. when he's trying to figure out how to use his bomber um, but it doesn't matter because his bomber was still amazing. It was a case of it. It didn't do much for most of the game, and then I actually managed to. Uh, I, I yeah. So basically, the passing rules are different now. If you don't know about them, yes, um, yeah. We'll go over it properly, maybe again in some detail. But they're different. Effectively, I had the ball carrier. He threw a bomb at the ball carrier over his head, and I decided to try and interfere with the pass. So here's what happens now: you interfere with it. And if you successfully interfere with it, and it's it's easier or harder depending on whether the pass was accurate or inaccurate. If you successfully intercept it, um, interfere with it, you then have a chance to convert it. And converting it means you catch it. If you don't catch it after you've converted it, guess what happens? You Ba-boom. drop it. Ooh. Guess what happens if you drop the bomb? It explodes. <laughs> it explodes on you. So actually, it... I would have had a better chance if I hadn't tried to intercept it because it would have landed next to me and maybe not blown me up. But because I failed to catch it, I definitely, definitely blew up, um, which was funny. Okay. But I was able to um, steal the ball, and I mean, I wasn't able to score on my drive because you know Nurgle. I say Nurgle was, don't really do that kind of thing. No, but then it was a case of just slowly meandering up the pitch and um, walking it in on like turn eight or something because I'm a horrible man and that's just what I do. But yeah, like I say, it was a fact that in this game, so previous game, five or six casualties. This game, zero. My next game, which was against Undead, I got seven casualties. It was just one of those days. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. But uh, yeah, my first touchdown of the day. Woo-hoo. Huzzah. Nice. And possibly my last. <laughs> <laughs> More on that later. Acorn got hit exactly once and died. Nice. A goblin got three dice on him with one assist. Oh my word. <laughs> he, just, he just died. And I was like, yeah, fair enough. Goblin pit on the only player on the pitch smaller and weaker than himself. Exactly. I did feel a bit bad for my opponent because there was points where he, um, he, uh, he, a single goblin, two dice uphill, double pound a warrior and killed him. And I was like, wow, but he regenerated. And a troll killed the beast, but he regenerated. And you think, yeah, sorry. But yeah, it was a, it was a good game. A laugh and a half. <laughs> Excuse me. Yeah. So uh, I had a win and a loss. Woo. Right. What's your game three then, um, Naz? Okay, so how how do we want to play this one then, Matt? Because we played against each other, so should we just talk it at the same time? 
yeah uh, let's, I, I mean I know for a fact that we both took notes <laughs> I we, suspect we our did, notes we did take notes our notes may be of a different bent so let's so see how that goes let's, <laughs> right so let's I'll, I'll start with the first half and then because well yeah because things yeah. so obviously Matt has Griff isn't Griff wonderful um, so I lost the toss Matt kicked to me cool and uh, it helped that Griff did roll snake eyes on turn one he did I can't, uh, I, but and, and, I, and I will be the first to acknowledge that my armor rolls in this game were phenomenal and I think yeah, at least one player stunned probably one and a half on average for the entirety of the first half so yes, at yeah, least yeah. one or two every turn of your players were stunned yeah. Um, I did I did go into this thinking I knew what I got wrong in my first game. I, I stepped off the brats and I just kind of hit them once per turn and I thought and, and I didn't make any headway and that gave me a problem. So against you I was like, well I'm just going to man up and I just kept throwing my guys at you. So when you said earlier you make a lot of blocks, I did do that on purpose against you to see what would happen. Yeah. I don't think that this game is necessarily uh, indicative of what should have happened. Like, I think I, I should have... Anyway, we'll come back to that. Um, mm-hmm. And, Matt, in, in all fairness, the amount of pressure you piled on my cage with the stand firm and the fend, I, I just couldn't keep the ball safe. So no. That, that was it, horrible. It was, it was one of those problematic things where you caged up really well, but because of the, the combo of fend and stand firm and the fact I had the three wrestle linemen as well as the the wrestle bodyguards because undead was so slow it meant like i was rest i I think i've noted that i wrestled your mummy to the ground at one point and it's like that that screws you because your mummy then has has stand up and that's it he's done he's done for the turn so i Um, I can't move forwards yeah and and just your stand firm is just all over the place and then there's griff always lurking in the wings yeah in in the end, it basically, um, yeah, it, it basically came down to, I was able to squeeze someone in for was it like a one dice on the ball carrier in the end? So you you managed to get Griff in for a one dice, I think. That's right. I've got yeah. It, Griff did a one dice, took down the ball carrier. The ball did bounced horrendously, admittedly. Mm. Um, so I did a five five plus dodge. Um, Five plus pickup, three plus dodge, and ran away with a bodyguard. I and did then... at least KO Griff. I did at least KO Griff in, re- you, in response. You did. Um, unfortunately for you, Cheney immediately fucked up the chance to chase me down. Because Classic Cheney. every time I lean on Cheney, he gets a both down. Yeah, and, and he did. Res- basically, he wrestled himself and the guy he was next to down. And what he needed to do was take my guy down so he could run after the guy who had the ball. And it basically meant, to my surprise, I was able to go. Oh, I'll I'll just score then. <laughs> which on which 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 on your drive was um, yeah upsetting. Uh, yeah. Oh, it definitely was. Yeah. Um, so you had uh, three turns, I think, to score. Yeah, and okay. against is... nobility, you just cannot do that. I mean, to be fair, I've got go down. Uh, you straight away got three stuns on your first turn on the line of scrimmage. Yeah. Which was, you know, annoying. And then you killed another lineman on turn seven. Um oh and then 
we did have the first um, Blood Bowl 2020 thing with so you had to do a bullshit pass to score mm-hmm. uh, and it was and it was wildly inaccurate which did technically mean that it could have turned out better because that was where it, it scatters from you isn't it yeah, so yes I've had long discussions with a few people about this yeah. especially Dom um, we think passing is now incredibly dangerous yes it is the fact that you have yeah. a one in six chance or worse of scattering six squares from you yes. means it is so risky now yeah yes. that's that, that, that's kind of what we concluded but it did mean that even though it was wildly inaccurate technically there was a what one in eight chance of it going in at least the right direction oh yeah <laughs> um and uh, yeah luckily for me it it did not um yeah and then second half it suddenly got very very silly yeah, very, so very, we, we so very, very I think stupid. I think we went in and I'd done a casualty. I think you might have done a casualty and I'd regened or something. Nothing I major. Naz, I assure you, I did zero casualties in the whole tournament. No, 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 so. no, no. You, I, I'm sure I've got you down as winning casualty against me. No, uh, it was a failed dodge. Ah, uh, that would be it. Failed dodge. Yeah, it was a failed dodge. Um, I, th- I think, I think it was one of your ghouls tried to dodge away from a tackle player and. Did himself oh, a mischief. Like a thing. Yeah, done himself they, a mischief. They do that all the bloody time. Yeah, yeah, um, and then yeah, second half, Griff did Griff things. Um, all yeah, I and saw, I, and, and all, I couldn't keep up with Griff. No, it, it was basically Griff did Griff things. Um, I managed to score on turn five, but I was setting up with six players at that point uh, because so, I was getting I was getting fed up of seeing fucking double sixes. Because that's all um, you were rolling. I mean, I mean, no, I don't think they were all double sixes. I think there were some tens. Oh, okay. There, there, there were occasionally the, <laughs> the other six and a four. Yeah. But so I was using the GW uh, necromantic dice, and for anyone that hasn't seen them, they are offensive because there's just this little smirking face on the six. So when you roll double six, it just grins up at Matt and goes, "Hello, it's me again." <laughs> Oh, was, oh god! But it 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 was one of those halves of Blood Bowl where you honestly get embarrassed by your dice. I did you, eight. Did I do seven or eight casualties? No, because I already done one eight. in the first half. So I did I did seven casualties in the second half. Yeah, you you removed um you killed basically one, a player a turn. Yeah, you you killed a player a turn in each of the last four turns uh, according Marvelous. to my notes, and you KO'd one two three in the same period so by 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 turn eight i had two players left it was basically griff and a peasant and yet and yet griff still nearly scored (laughs) (laughs) because i I didn't cage properly because at this point i was really pushing to try and get a draw yeah and so what what i had to do was push up push up push up and i had a cage which was a mummy a gap and a gap and a zombie and then behind that, next to the mummy, was my ghoul. And Griff just went, well, I can dodge in there on a four, and then I'll have one dice, and oh, look, I've got the ball. Take Griff. That's Griff, To be fair, it did, because I, th- I think that was like turn six, but it did mean that the sheer fact that you had to get the ball back off Griff meant, yeah, that which you, I, wouldn't, you, meant you wouldn't have time to score twice. You might have been able to score once, but I mean, you I wouldn't have time to score that, twice. I but don't I, think... <laughs> I, yeah, well, that... I, 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 I was so many players down that I was concerned that you could easily push a two-turner and then have two turns left against I two or three players. I honestly thought 
I honestly thought, oh no, this will be fine because I can at least get a draw out of this game because I've killed so many. I mean, I'm, I was like, I don't really think I deserve this, but I've killed so many that I'm going to be able to squeak a draw out of this with a bit of luck. And I've gone, nope, because Griff. Yeah, gr- gr- God, damn grifted, it, Griff. Griff did Griff things yet again. He's Griffy, though. He is just so good. I think, to be fair, I think from a from a tactical standpoint, the first half was probably more interesting. Oh, much because, more because in the second half it was all dice. Yeah, and it, it. I mean, I think probably the first half as well showed exactly what nobility can do against bash teams. Yeah. In the even though you were you were regularly stunning players because of fend and stand firm you could never quite make any headway and it meant your cage bogged down enough that i was able to just kind of find a little bit of space in there yeah absolutely and and you did that perfectly and hats off to you and then my dice said nope yeah i I will say i will say that cheney was absolutely dying in that game i he was he was he was terrible (laughs) I don't. I didn't have a single good game. I mean, he like he was decent against the ogres, but then you'd kind of expect him to at least, you know, be able to block someone once. And I got lucky with an armor roll. But he even in that game, he didn't really do that much. So I was thinking, oh, he's going to bring loads to the team. He's going to give me like a, a fantastic star. And actually, it was like, well, he turned up. He took a paycheck. <laughs> and he kind of phoned it in. Classic star players. Uh, can't you, live with him. We, can't kill him. Right. So you say that, but we had so we had quite a lot of star players at that tournament. Probably not a big surprise because you could. Um, I know I th- the most common was Griff. I think look, looking at it, so twelve of the twenty-four teams had at least one star player. So we had, just starting at the bottom, we had Zug on the bottom place team, Griff on the Ogres, and Hackflem on Ogres. We then had Gloriel, Varag, Glart, Glart, Wilhelm, that would be me, Hackflem again on a Goblin team, which came 8th. That's not bad. They were unbeaten. Sorry for Goblins, unbeaten, yeah. Uh, Matt, you came 5th with Griff. Rubik came 2nd with Griff. And then, and, and I feel this is worth talking about, Wobbert came first with three wins with Griff, Carla, and some chumps. Yeah, basically. Because he brought halflings. Excellent work. Yeah. And, I mean, the way he described it was basically everyone else was there to make up some numbers and Griff did Griff things. Yeah. Even Carla uh, didn't really do that much. I will I will say so the it was quite an interesting final round because so Rubik's nobility was playing Jay Wood's nobility mm-hmm. and it, it it ended up as a draw and they kind of just ended up cancelling each other out somewhat. Didn't, even though didn't it ended up as a nil nil draw as well. Yeah. Even though Rubik had Griff, um because because of the the fact that um, effectively they the other team had the kind of blitzers and the ogre, and the fact that obviously they've all got fend and wrestle and stand firm as well, Griff couldn't do his Griff things as well. I think. Yeah. Mm. 
so yeah it, that 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 kind of they, they almost noited each other it's just yeah just a nil nil in the end so um but I, I was i was delighted to finish fifth i caused i was the only player in the whole tournament to cause zero casualties that, <laughs> that was something to be proud of bear, bearing in mind i played fucking underworld with snotlings and goblins in the first game <laughs> and i still did Very not cause impressive. a casualty it was yeah it, one of the problems with the, the the bonus system is that i finished unbeaten but um there was a dwarf team directly below me which lost one of their games but because of the bonus point system still finished one point behind me yeah it's the classic argument again bonus points yeah that's a long discussion for another day though well i I think because it it came up because we worked out now so i think when we were drawn against each other so i had a win and a draw you had a win and a loss sounds about right but I think we worked out you must have been at the top of the win and a loss pile and I was at the bottom of the uh, win and a draw pile in essence yeah because I, I had fuck all uh, bonus points I'd scored a few touchdowns but the fact I hadn't done any, any casualties at all was problematic yeah I, I agree with everything you are saying but a good time was had by all yeah, yeah. I, I mean, was... I'm not. I'm not going to say that uh, there weren't curse words st- said during the game itself. Yeah, that's blood oh, for yeah. you, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> it was. It was not. It was not a fun. The the point where Naz was killing all my players and it looked like he might get an entirely undeserved draw. It was. I was getting very, <laughs> very, very frustrated. Hey, I showed up. That gave me some deserve some deservingness for a draw. True, I guess. Yeah. Um, he played undead, no, so he deserved everything. He deserved three nonsense. losses. But credit 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 was It was it was a well run tournament. Um, yeah. It was outside. The weather was nice. It was in a marquee. Yeah, it was it was yeah it it was great to get back out playing Blood Bowl again. And the fact it was a nice day and it was in the sunshine. Uh, yeah, helped a, a lot. Day. So. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. Um, I'll race through my third game. Yes. How did it go? Um, it went very well. Well, I, I drew. Um, I think it was nil-nil. It might have been one all actually. It was one of those two. I have a feeling it was nil-nil. Uh, what were you up um, against? Undead. <sighs> Interesting. Undead. Interesting matchup. Yeah. Um, undead. Undead. With um with 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 I convinced him while he was turned up to change his roster to include um the chainsaw, uh, Bryce Canduil. He was great because um he gets if you blitz with him. Uh, once per game, you can just choose to get plus four to the chainsaw instead of plus three, which is very oh, exciting. That's actually okay. Yeah. So he charged up to a um, warrior turn one, plus four chainsawed him and got him off the pitch, and then the next turn f- got kicked back and killed himself. <laughs> so it was he was he was a short, sharp, uh, interesting character. <laughs> okay. Um, yeah. It was a good game. Like I say, it was. I mean, I got seven casualties and I didn't score. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Nurgle. It it was um, it was it was brilliant. It was it was a very interesting game. Uh, it was the removals didn't come till near the end, and then it it was just bogging down, bogging down, knocking ball loose. So, Acorn the Squirrel. Oh my goodness, he he pulled it out of the bag this game. My opponent, perhaps not necessarily taking Acorn all as seriously as he should, mm-hmm. um, caged up near the sidelines, and Acorn went. I've got frenzy. 
I've oh. got Dauntless. In I go. And so he got knocked down and he used his blitz on his jump up, charged over there, dodged into the cage on a two plus, Dauntless successfully for the one dice, Dauntless again, failed, um, tried, no, he, he failed the first Dauntless, used his reroll, failed something else, I used a team reroll on him, succeeded the loner, succeeded the roll, and one dice pushed this ghoul off the pitch. It was amazing. Son um, of a bitch. The ball bounced two squares in, so it went nowhere fast, but it was a, uh, he got his money's worth, and it was just a game of, of of people getting hit, people getting hit back, the ball going nowhere fast, um, and it ended in a draw. But like I say, seven casualties, which all came in the last sort of four or five turns, and being Nurgle, I could do absolutely nothing about it. <laughs> you, you could do zero things to take advantage. <laughs> yeah. it was, you have no team left. I have no rerolls left. I cannot pick up the ball. <laughs> <laughs> uh. <laughs> but you know, standard stuff. Um, it was good though. I forgot to mention as well. In the first game, the reason I lost it is I had the ball in a cage at one point, um, and my opponent had three players left on the pitch: uh, a werewolf, a white, and I think a ghoul. And he still was able to stop me with those three players. Oh, no, that's, so that's fucking harsh. shit. But it's just the way it is. Um, but it was it was good. One one one. That is the standard Nurgle response. That is what you get when you play Nurgle. Um, so I was happy. I had a fun time of it. I had a laugh. Um, yeah, it was nice to be outside, see some friends, get some get some fresh air, play some blood bowl. It was just nice to be doing this again with people. You yes, know? it was incredibly I, pleasant. I cannot stress that enough. Yeah, um, yeah. I don't think I'll be taking Nurgle again for a while. <laughs> I think I've I've had enough of Nurgle. I remember why I didn't play them for a long time, which is a shame because I absolutely love my Nurgle team. I converted them from um, Age of Sigmar. Uh, Sigma rights, and I absolutely love the models, but I hate the team. <laughs> but I have a soft spot for them anyway. I just take them and I lose. That's just what I do. So, so yeah, let me quickly touch on vampires. I want to touch on vampires quickly. So, the guy one took vampires with pro pro vampires and Cheney. And so there are a few animal savagery is very different to bloodlust as we as we previously discussed. Yes. But I'm going to discuss it now. I've got it. I've got my ribbon on the rulebook here. I'm going to basically. Here are the differences. So it's a two plus roll if you're blocking or blitzing, right? And on a one you fail. If you're not blocking or blitzing, you also fail. So on the face of it, that's worse, because you're going to fail what you're doing and then you're in trouble, right? However, if you do fail, provided you're stood next to a teammate when you fail at the beginning of your turn you can still carry on doing whatever action it is you had. And it doesn't matter where you end up because you've already attacked your teammate. You can also attack a teammate who is not a thrall. So you can attack another vampire, for example. Or a star um, player. They, or a star player. Yes, there was once or twice where he was very careful not to hit Cheney. If you fail, it's not a turnover. That player loses their tackle zones instead of leaving the pitch. Um, but it's not a turnover. Even if they have the ball, it's not a turnover. The player you attack is knocked down, um, but it, again, it's not a turnover. You have to roll armor, then injury on them. So there's every chance that you're not even going to hurt them and they can just get up and carry on again. So what he was able to do, with pro as well, which was a three plus, but even disregarding that, is his vampires were able to act much more reliably. So so long as he kept a thrall near them when he started, he was always able to move, always able to blitz. Hypnogazing was on a 2+, plus now, which is absolutely insane. Except it is. Um, I give you that one. I do give you that. Yeah. And having played a lot of vampires as well, um, 
making sure that there's a, a thrall where your vampires are going to end up is tricky because you have to move the thralls first. You have to free them up and move them. Moving a vampires uh, when they start next to a thrall is a piece of piss because your your vampires are going to be near thralls anyway. You can usually move one to a vampire without too much drama and then you do your action and off you go. So it was a case of you were hitting. He found he was hitting his own guys more frequently, but he wasn't hitting them as hard, and his vampires were more reliably able to do what they wanted to do. So the because fact is, your you vampire have to all... roll armor before you roll injury. Yes, and they're always knocked down. And even if you fail, even if you roll a one or a two or a three, if you're only moving, you still get to do the thing. You don't get to. You don't forfeit the pass or the block or the blitz or the hypno gaze. You'll still definitely get to do it. And the fact that vampires could bite each other also meant that if you didn't have any thralls left, you can still activate your guys. If you've got a vampire who tries to move and fails, um, and another vampire wants to move, if he stood next to the first one, he can bite that, that vampire and then carry on his go. So it was they were very different, but not necessarily as fucking shit as we thought they were. I think it was very still interesting not great, to watch. are they? I think yeah, they're they're still bad. And although although you are correct in saying, oh yeah, you know it's better because they don't have to end up next to another player. You've got to think a lot more carefully about your activation order. Yes, that's true. You really do. And I watched him for a long time thinking about that because he wanted to hypnogaze the corner of a cage and blitz it. Yeah. And he had three or four vampires who could do it. But it was very. There weren't thralls next to some of them, and there were next to others. So it was very. He was very carefully planning which ones were going to do what and in which order. Yes, but that, that yeah, two plus yeah. hypno gaze, and especially now because hypno gaze means you can't use your skills, you can't use block, you can't oh, yeah, use dodge. It's huge. Oh, it's you can't massive, use guard, yeah, which massive. is standard. So he was hypno gazing blotches and then just hitting them with us both down or a defender stumbles or something, now, which that is, is hilarious. Massive. And it well, actually means firm. that you don't need tackle in the same way. You. You just need one block piece, and then you can walk yeah. in and go, you haven't got any skills, smack. Yeah. You've got sure hands, now you don't. You're a sure hands sidestepping blodger, well, now you're not. That was can incredible. Can you not even use that? You can't use, there's very few skills you can use without tackle zones nowadays. Yeah. But, but does that mean you can't use, does it mean you can't use sure hands? I suppose it must do, because you wouldn't use sure hands unless you had a tackle zone. Exactly. Yeah, okay, interesting. It's, it was, um, so it was, it was very different. They, he, what he said was the attrition rate was higher. He went through his players more quickly because he was having to bite them more frequently. But when he bit them, it was less likely to do damage permanently. But the more armor rolls you roll, the more likely they are to leave. But the fact is his vampires could behave better, but he went through his players quicker. That seems to be the takeaway from it. Well, so that- your vampires become fucking great, but you need more thralls. So that feels like it's a massive gamble as to just how quickly you can capitalise on it. So you, if you can score twice in the first half, then, okay, great. I now have no team in the second half, so how long can I keep you away and hopefully get a 2-1 mm. win, maybe a 3-1, three, 3-2? Three, three, well, I, th- yeah. I, th- I think as well you have to bear in mind your opponent's also going to be hitting your players. Yes. yes. So if you're, yeah. if you're kind of, um, you know, if you're knocking down conservatively say one of your players a turn and your opponent is doing the same that attrition rate is going to stack up actually quite quickly <laughs> mm-hmm. so it, it sounds 
vampires are swingy as always they're just now swingy in a different way they're in some ways more swingy and in some ways less swingy which means they are still swingy basically i think but yeah it's animal savagery is still a terrible skill it's all oh yeah it's, it's terrible but the key part is as long as you're next to a dude you can still do the thing which is big it means your minotaur as long as you stood next to a beast man or whatever is never going to fail to blitz so that's that's pretty massive um but of course yes you are going to claw mighty blow your own chaos warrior if you're not careful yes so it's things yeah. like that you know um but i just wanted to say that because having seen it in action and i watched a few turns of it i was like oh my goodness actually these are these are better than i thought and i'd urge anyone who thinks the same to try them out and bear in mind the things we've just said hypnogaze on a two plus you can't use skills when you're hypnogazed and the fact that you will always blitz your team your enemy as long as you're next to a dude very interesting very different so uh so yeah so that was it tournaments done hey tournaments quick blood blusters tournaments absolutely go on then freaking blood blusters where's the sarcastic cheer yay thank you thank you I am doing it today so I need buzzers from the both of you I need a buzzer from did you both just a wooger at the same time because that's going to get confusing no I'm going to go with the classic Dave excellent excellent um do you know what I think we should do? We should do a Kickstarter where you can buy a... You know how we used to go to Staples and they'd have a big red button? And you press it and it would go, that was easy. We should get it so you press it and it goes, Dave. <laughs> I reckon we might sell one. Folks you know, at home, I, if you're interested... I don't know. I reckon we could sell quite a few of those. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know, let's let's see. If, you want to, if you're interested, let us know. And if it's more than three of you, then yeah, fuck it, why not? We'll do different premium versions. We'll have one of you guys saying a wooger. We'll have the rattly cheese, the rattly chains, and we'll we'll get hung document to say Dave again. Yeah, that'll be fun. Okay, so uh, well, the the theme today is general knowledge. Oh God, <laughs> I, there is no there is no theme. Some when you say general knowledge, from... we are still talking blood bowl, right? Um, yeah. Okay, fine. Yes, just checking. Just checking. No, we're talking. We're talking plumbing. Is that okay? I've done a lot of research on plumbing today because I had to figure out what kind of boiler I had. Of course. Uh, but anyway, anyway. And anyway. what kind of boiler so, do you have? Ah, I'll tell you. I have a gas-powered um, Potterton uh, Suprema, and that leads to a Boilermate Two uh, water storage solution, which does not have an immersion heater built in. I mean, it took me a long time to figure that out. It's not. This is from like the year 2000. And the fact is I want a new one. Which is why I've... Uh, well, stamp duty holiday. Guess what? Going to buy myself a new boiler. Or try to. With some of it. Thank you, COVID. Um, COVID will indirectly help me get a new boiler. Hmm. That's the one good thing that's come of it. Actually, no, it's not true. Some good things have come of it. I wrote a novel, which is fun. Anyway. Anyway, anyway. Uh, so, it's some of it's from Death Zone volume 2 season 2 the old one some of it's from BB 2020 some of it's just from just from thin air but you'll see when we go through them okay things on buzzers please what team did Scrapper Sawhead originate from and what position did he play Auga Mike Auckland Raiders and what position uh, uh, Goblin Catcher 
Correct. Matt, you want to go? Go have a go. Um, was any part of Naz's answer correct? No. <laughs> I'm gonna. In which case, I'm gonna say the Death Squad. Ah, it's incorrect. He was from the Lowdown Rats, and he was a pogoer. Ugh. I mean, well, that feels far too two. obvious as an answer. It does, yeah. <laughs> I mean, I didn't say these were trick questions. I can make them trick questions. There uh, we go. Okay. <laughs> okay, same question. What position and what team, but for Willow Rosebark? Arga. Go for it, Mike. Dryad Blocker for the Avalon Avengers. I will give you the point. She is a blocker for the Athlon Avengers. I mean, technically not a dryad blocker, but I'll give it to you. Uh, I mean, I'll take that. Absolute luck. <laughs> well, you got it correct. Um, all right, now for question three. What are the team colours for the Dark Side Cowboys? Naz, go for it. Purple and white. Incorrect. <sighs> Dave Go for it uh, Purple and black It's black and blue Purple and black is close enough Because they're sort of a purpley blue I'll give it to you What that nonsense? Well, the way you look at them It's sort of purpley, blacky, bluey You've also got yellow heads Nonsense Okay, question four According to BB2020 What tier are black orcs? Black orc teams Auga Go for it. Two. They are tier two. Is that I know this. is that um threadball related? No, <laughs> it's not, but I know it is because it's the same as Imperial Nobility, and it clearly isn't. <laughs> um Well alright then. Question five. I need like a theme tune, don't I? Actually I've got a little theme tune. I need like some background music. Which star player has this special skill? The skill is called Treacherous. That's all you get. Awuga? Yes. Is it what Hatflem says when his when he steals the ball? It is. It's Hatflem scuttle spike. Oh yeah, yeah. It's um, it's an interesting one. Basically, if you're stood next to on your turn, uh, if you're next to a teammate, you can just take the ball and they get knocked down. <laughs> So you don't get a turnover, you just nick the ball from them, which I think is pretty funny. It's insanely good. Yeah, that's actually a very good skill. Hmm. Because uh, what you do okay. is you carry the ball with whatever random chump, and then eventually when someone breaks into your cage, you just go, you make sure you've always got Hackflem next to him, and you just go, hmm, Hackflem's got the ball. He will dodge out on twos. Yep. Your move, yep. sir. Because, yeah, I'm in 10 tackle zones, don't matter. That's really good. Tackle um, zones mean nothing to Hatflem. Mm-hmm. He's got too many arms. Question and six. And heads. Um, and tails? I feel like he's got two tails. Probably. I think my Hatflem's got two tails. Question six. True or false? Is it true or is it false? All star player special rules are unique to one star or pair of stars. Uh, could you define <laughs> pair of stars? Um, as in entries, so the Swift Twins or Grack and Crumbleberry, for example. I mean, Grack and Crumbleberry don't exist. Are you sure about that? I'm pretty confident. 
I'm looking at them here in BB2020. Pretty sure oh, they do they're exist. There. So true or false, each star player has a unique skill that you don't see on any other star player. Dave? Oh, Matt. Um, I've I've no idea because I haven't looked at most of them, so I'm just going to say true. <gasps> it's false. There are actually two skills which appear twice. So Willow and Carla both have the skill Indomitable, which is the same. And uh, Grack and Crumbleberry and the Swift Twins both have the two-for-one skill. Ah, uh, okay, yeah. Basically, do, you twice. do Varric and Zug have the same one as well? Ooh, I don't know. Let's have a look. Did I miss that? Uh, that's um, a good point, yeah. Varric's got Crushing Blow. Mighty Zug has got Crushing Blow. Sorry, you're correct. There was actually a third one. Oh, he should get a bonus oh. point for that. He should, but he's not going <laughs> to. Um, <laughs> Uh, question seven then how many different types of positional can the old world alliance feel oh god (laughs) right there are technically two answers I'll accept both Aruga okay so what is it I'm going to have to list them as I go because otherwise I'm not going to be able to count Uh, okay so I'll get the page open in front of me okay I've got it in front of me Human thrower, human catcher, human blitzer, human lineman. Mm-hmm. Or, uh, sorry, or dwarf uh, blocker, longbeard, whatever they're called. Dwarf blitzer, dwarf troll slayer, dwarf runner, halfling hopeful. Mm-hmm. And then they can either have a tree or they can have an ogre, so it's 10. Because it can't be 11. Although they have access to 11 positionals, they can't be 11 because they can't actually have all of them in the squad at the same time. Spot on. That is the perfect answer. Yeah, I was going to say it's 10 slash 11, depending on how you I, I'd already worked out it's 11, but Naz was going on. So. <laughs> Naz had already started his answer. I was like, it's 11. You got it right as well, Matt. You can have a point too. Isn't that nice? Who said I wasn't fair? Um, number 8. <laughs> That's probably. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean that point is subject to a um, to a tax, so I will have to remove that point from you, Matt. Sorry about that. Yeah, fair. Mm-hmm. Make sure you declare it next time as well when you're oh, absolutely. <laughs> Number eight. How many mercenaries can a team hire in the inducements phase? Uh, what is a mercenary these days? It's uh, an inducement. Yeah, it's called Thanks. Mercenaries. Dave. I'm, I'm going to guess two. Okay. Uh, that's incorrect, I'm afraid. So, I think Mercenaries are the stupid star playery things, which are very, very complicated. And I'll be honest, I thought the answer was two as well, so I'm going to go three. Uh, well, the actual answer is unlimited. You know, no. you can have unlimited mercenaries. Isn't that interesting? But am, am I sure? Of the right things? Mercenaries. So you can have unlimited mercenary players. That's it. They're simply just called mercenaries. I'm sure I have it in front of me. I'm looking at it as we speak. You can hear the pages flipping. Unlimited mercenary players. Price varies. Available to any team. Ta-da. Oh, yeah. Naz, have you got your book handy? Can you check that? Page ninety-two. <laughs> ah, yeah. See. Alex, you're wrong. Am I? Right. Page. Wait, page 92. Oh, wait a minute, wait a minute. Which book are you on? I'm on the Blood Bowl 2020 Game of Fantasy Football, the official rule book. 
Right. Okay. So we've got a slight complication here, and I understand we're, we're what you're saying. What you're saying. So, yeah, we're talking death zone. Um, unlimited mercenary players. Price varies. Available to any team. Um, mm. On page forty-one of Death Zone, you have expanded rules for mercenary players. Uh, just to be unfortunate, it actually says zero to three. Um, but yeah, it says mercenary player inducements. Are you talking about the? Um, so you're looking at the Death Zone season two one. Yeah, it's yeah, the section which is confusingly titled "Fabulous Freebooters" and "Expanded Rules for Mercenary Players" and "Mercenary Player Inducements." Is that from this current edition or from an old edition? No, that's from this current edition. No, it's it's ah, it's, okay. it's, it's, from, it's from the latest Death Zone. Yeah, and then everybody Matt, gets a point. There we go. And then Matt, just to make it even worse, you can have zero to two stunty superstars and zero to two <laughs> legendary linemen. Zero to That's one, right, yeah. models, but only zero to three overall. Just to be confusing. So the answer is somewhere between zero, two, three, and unlimited. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Points for so, everybody. <laughs> Points. I don't actually have. I keep forgetting there was a there was a death zone that came out recently. I was talking about the old death zone. Yeah. Uh, no. No. This one. is this is new new death zone. It's got all the. It's got the broken freeboot slash mercenary rules. I remember now. I don't think they're okay. broken. I just think they're. Very complicated. Well, let's move on. In this version, the main rulebook, BB2020, mm-hmm. um, how many pages of rules are there for throw teammate? Can I get a clarification? If you like. Do you Thanks. include the pages for the pass itself? No. The bit where it says throw teammate or throwing other players until it says something else. Auga. That was a very slow, reluctant Auga then. Two. What's he going to say? Two. He's say two. He's incorrect. <sighs> Matt? Three? Three is bang on. There are three pages of rules for throwing a teammate. That's not including the picture of a lovely tree man holding a halfling. So I thought that's not really rules. That's fair. Okay. This next one, the last question, is actually five points up for grabs in five individual uh, sections. I'm going to give you a team name as taken from the BB2020 rulebook, for example, Athlon Avengers, yeah. and you have to tell me which race they represent. Now, this is according to the rules in front of me, okay? Okay. So some of these so what, may what you're changed. saying, Yeah, I was going to say, they've changed. Right, great. Matt, we're Are you ready? We'll just, we'll just guess. Yeah. Let's start with a nice, an easy one. The fabulous five-hole fungus farmers. Dave. Matt. Um, Underworld. Incorrect. Auga. Got to be goblins then. Mike. Snotling. It's Snotling. Snotling is correct. I'm just purely going on the fact they throw fungus. Oh, yeah, true. I just like the word fifeholm. Question number two. The Codillion Clarions. What? The Codillion Clarions. Auga. Mike. High elves. Incorrect. Matt. And not Dave, even in the book now I think about it. Im- Imperial nobility. Incorrect. It's elf union. Oh, uh, those bastards. Number three. The tallow candles. The tallow candles. <laughs> the stupid name, isn't it? Um, Dave. Uh, un- Underworld again. Why not? I'm just going to keep guessing until <laughs> I get one. It sounds like it should be, but it's incorrect. Auga. Is it uh, Old World Alliance? It's not. 
it's Halfling. What? I know. Um, number four, the Pine Crag Pioneers. Pine Crag Pioneers. Aruga. Mike? That's got to be dwarves. Incorrect. Oh, sodding hell. Dave Wood Elves? <laughs> uh. Correct. It's Wood Elves. Eight, uh, what? <laughs> That's yep. so stupid. I guess that. Page 128. <laughs> Check the Wood Elf team. You've got the Athol Avengers, the Bill Valley Archers, and the Pine Crag Pioneers. Do you think they makes they got some of these mixed up? The Bill I mean, Valley Archers. No, yeah. the, what did I say? That's not what Bill Valley are. They are humans. Well, the Bill Valley Archers are a Wood Elf team. What can I tell you? Okay, and lastly, the Auckland Raiders. Dave? Mike, Mike Matt, whoever you are, Matt. <laughs> Let's try. Um... I mean, it seems like they should be orcs. Is that your final answer? Um, orcs of a variety... Um, yeah, a They have orc in the title. They do? <laughs> so you would think they'd be an orc team. I, I continue guessing. <laughs> <laughs> they have orc in the title. They may also have another word in the title. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'd lo- love it if you could, could finalise an answer for me. Then I can tell you if you're right or wrong. Okay, in which case I'm going to say mm, orc. <laughs> <laughs> Mike, do you want to give any clarification at all? I mean, I'm going to go with black orc. They are a black orc team. You might have thought they were an orc team because that's what they've been forever. Because but you're wrong. They're now no, a black orc because team. Because they are an orc team. <laughs> they, they, are, they are an orc team, yeah. Points all round. Um, I'm quite enjoying this. Let's do one or two more. Oh God! The howling, the howling hills, Hellions. Good Lord. The howling hills, Hellions. I mean, Aruga. What do you think? That's got to be necromantic undead. Incorrect. Oh, bloody hell! How is that not necromantic undead? <laughs> I love this so much. Matt? What, what was it again? The howling hills, Hellions. Howling Hills. Uh, Dark Elves. Nope, it's Chaos Renegade. Obviously. <laughs> yeah, I know. The Skulls of Katam. The Skulls of Katam. Mike? Uh, just the Chaos team. Chaos. That is correct. Chaos, Chaos Chosen. That's the word I'm after. If, if, what else if, we got? It felt chaotic. Um, <laughs> it's a nice vague one. The Green Boys. Green. The Green Boys. Dave Orc. <laughs> no. <laughs> I mean, it could be anything. To be fair, so. Auger. Wood elves. Who knows? I'm going with halflings. <laughs> it's goblins. Um, let's have a look. Should you have a look a bit more? Um, how about this? The Sotek Vipers. It's going to be one or two. Dave. But which one? Matt? Lizardmen. Correct. Because Amazons don't officially exist. <laughs> yes, they're not real. How about this? The Bruindar Grimjacks. Oh, I know this one. Do Dave. You know? Matt, go for it. Dwarfs. Mm, sorry, no. 
So, Mike, you do know it. So this is the team that was retconned to be the originating team of uh, the, the original team that Helmut Wolf played for. Mm-hmm. So they're called. What's it, what race is it? I want to go Old World Alliance. You're so wrong. It's necromantic horror. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear. Do I uh, at least have the right... I, I do have the right one, though, don't I? I have no idea. Like, that I is just can tell you it's a necromantic team. I think that's Helmet. Um, I don't know if I've got Helmet in this particular book, but you might well be right. I mean, some are easy. That's going to bug me. I'm going to have to find that now. I like this one called the Ob- the Noblar Noblars. <laughs> that's quite fun. The Okay, here we go. You ready for another one? The Blukheim Berserkers. The Blukheim Berserkers. Well, it's not Norse. I mean, now we, we, we probably need you to narrow it down from not Norse. <laughs> yeah, I'll tell you what, it's not Norse. You're correct. I will go with human. Incorrect. Dave, Imperial Nobility. Oh, no, it's Old World Alliance. Ugh. We had the Green Boys. What about the Green Destroyers? That's a stupid name. I think Alex is having far too much fun with this. Oh, I'm, I'm enjoying myself tremendously here. <laughs> uh, oh. uh, yes. Goblin. Incorrect. Oh, this is brilliant. Green destroyers. Oh, um, I don't know. Halfling. Uh, no, it's just straight up orcs. You know what? Let's stop there, shall we? <laughs> but just to give you a few more interesting ones, quick fire ones. The Hellfen Hellions, we had the Hellfire where everyone's Hellions, are an undead team. Um, we've got the Devastating Doomspire Death Dealers, who are, of course, a Snotling team. Nice. The Dragon Crag Dirtbags, obviously, Underworld. And uh, and yeah, my favourite one was still the Pine Crag Pioneers, because that does not sound like a Wood Elf team. And yet it is. <laughs> um, well, Mike, you won. Eight to three, but it was a close one. Eight to five, sorry. Not eight to three, eight to five. I can read. <laughs> I mean, I feel like the scoreline is changing as you speak. Yeah, why not? Everyone gets 25,000 points. Well done, both. <laughs> nice. <Hey. laughs> it was very close. We, we all win. Event. Blood Bowl's the real winner. Yeah, yeah, it was, it was. Um, so I think all that's left is for us to say uh, toodle pip, farewell, and good evening, good night. Hope you've enjoyed. Hope we have diverted you for a couple of hours. Stay safe. Look forward to seeing you all at front hall and other places. And, uh, we have been. What could go wrong? Mm-hmm.